Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coming up on Squats and Margaritas. How do you want your later years to look like? Do you want them to be fulfilled and with your family? Or are you just going to be the one that's sitting back on the edge because you didn't take care of your body in your early years? You can set yourself yeah. up now for when, you, when you're 70. But even if you're maybe like a short-term person and you're like, I don't know about lifting. Can you just talk about the other benefits, like your metabolism, like what putting muscle on your body will do for you like right now? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, everybody wants to lose body fat, right? But they're afraid to touch a, touch a weight. It's like, yes. they want to go run the cardio. They want to go uh, feel, burn the calories through the cardio. That was me. But like, same. I signed up for two half marathons uh, and thought that like running was the answer to get me that body. Building muscle can speed up your metabolism. It's active tissue. It needs uh, fuel in order to be obviously built. And when it's built, it's able to burn more calories for you. So I like to say when you're sitting on the couch at night or even laying in bed, it's always revving. It's always going. It's always yes. burning calories. Welcome to Squats and Margaritas. I'm Erin Washington, a mom of two trying to balance all the things. I'm a mompreneur, a former college athlete, and a woman that struggled for 20 years with body image, multiple eating disorders, and having no self-worth. I talk to strong, vulnerable, and authentic women and share conversations for other women to feel seen and less alone. If you are looking for tips on how to level up, balance all the things, or just listen and learn from strong, powerful women, you found the right place. This is Squats and Margaritas. Hey, senorita, really nice to meet ya. Have some tequila and say, This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's Nikki Stott. She's bringing no bullshit, real, raw fitness truth to Squats and Margaritas. She's the founder of Warrior Babe, where they defy fad diets and false promises to transform bodies of women 45 and up. I'm 41 freaking close enough. I want to talk about muscle, getting strong, why it's so important, why women are shying away from weights. She interviewed me on her podcast, The Macro Hour. I had to have her here today. Please do me a favor and hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode. And please consider leaving a review for Squats and Margaritas on Apple Podcasts. Here is my episode with Nikki Stott. Hello. Oh, what's up, Erin? Thanks for having me. Excited to yep. see your face again. I know. And I admittedly, I looked at a couple of things that you did just because you were interviewing me. When you interviewed me is when I really found you and just the value and the gems that you drop on the daily. I needed to have our conversation here on my platform as well. <laughs> yes. I have found doing the show that women in the wellness space, uh, the coaching fitness space are there because they've overcame something and maybe they've struggled. Is that true for you? And if not, what is your story on how you got into doing what you're doing? Well, my story dates back to like 2015 where, you know, I like to say that it finally all clicked, meaning like the proper nutrition, the proper workouts I wanted to do. But the years prior to that, um, 
like dating back into high school, like I was an athlete, I played sports, I was really good, I loved it, I helped out my team, I was a captain. And then, you know, you kind of fall into this, what do you do post school? And you don't have the regiment practice with your coach, you don't have the regiment practice with your team. And it's really hard to keep yourself accountable to showing up to the things to get a workout in and to get, you know, to, to eat right and all this stuff. And so there was a couple of years in between high school and when I was 25 in 2015, where I just kind of fell into like, what am I like, I just didn't know what I was doing. You know, I just, I didn't, I couldn't hold myself accountable to get things done. I didn't like where my body was going. Um, And about like 2012, 13, 14, I was like dabbling in like Pinterest and trying to find like workouts to do through through that app. And then, you know, social media was starting to pop off. So I was seeing people on like social media do things. And at this time too, I was in a relationship where this is like the, you know, they say breakups make bodybuilders. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. (laughs) So at this time, uh, I was in a three-year relationship and I was engaged and in 2014, uh, going into the new year, right after the holidays, going into 2015, uh, we called it off. We were like, that's it. It's done. Not working out. And like, I call myself the new year's resolutioner, right? Like those three years I was trying to, I was trying to get into the gym. It wasn't working out. You know, every weekend I would fall off. I was trying to eat right. Wouldn't work out because my fiance at the time had a pizza shop and you know, it just, <laughs> it wasn't working. Um, I tried the things that you see on the internet, you know, keto, intermittent fasting, like all of those things that people were promoting at that time and nothing was working. But I think it was more so me as a person, like taking extreme ownership when I look back why things were working because I wasn't giving it enough time. I would hop from one thing to another, which I think a lot of women struggle with. Um, but 2015 came around and I was like, you know, this is it. This is my year. I'm a new year's resolutioner. I'm going to make the commitment to myself I'm showing up for myself. And it was more of like, letting this relationship go, finding myself again, because there was a point where like, I felt like I lost myself mm-hmm. and keeping the commitment, keeping the promise. And then, you know, I did my thing for like the first three months. Um, it was challenging because I didn't know what I was doing. And mm-hmm. so it was just fell back into like, I was Googling a lot of things. I, I, I heard that I needed to eat more protein. So I'm like, what foods have protein in it? Right. And, uh, so once it was three months in, I was like, I can't, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not expert in this field yet. So I hired a coach and, um, at this point too, though, I was like, I saw things on the internet about like being a bodybuilder. And I was like, I want that body. I want the muscle. I want like the toned look. And so I saw like, I felt like the only way at that point to get that was to compete from what I was seeing. And so I hired a coach who was in the bodybuilding space. And that's where, you know, I've set the goal to compete six months later, eight months later, it was November of that year. But going on that journey, I realized I was doing everything wrong. <laughs> I was not mm-hmm. eating enough food, <laughs> which a lot of women struggle with. They're like, yep. they don't, until it's brought into your awareness, you don't recognize what you're doing wrong when you think you're trying to do all of the right things. And so that was a big thing. I was not eating enough food. I started eating double the amount of food that I was eating and seeing better results. Um, I wasn't really implementing strength training in the right way. And I'm sure we'll, we could dive into this. Yes, uh, I was just kind of doing like whatever I wanted to do when I got into the gym, but like not actually following a plan. Yep. And um, so that was a lot of lessons learned, a lot of 
um, you know, things that I experienced during that time, but a lot that I loved too, because I had obviously reached the result of the body that I wanted um, at that time and competed and I won and I went pro and then I competed again in a different federation and went pro and then I competed with the pros and then I became all women's physique natural athlete in 2018. So in the three year span from 2015 to 2018, I competed three times. I won all undefeated, haven't lost. My God. But, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, you know, no, no shame to, to competing. I think it serves a purpose when you're like learning about yourself and developing discipline and motivation. Like there's definitely those key pillars that I take away from that. But in my personal opinion, you know, bodybuilding is, it's a uh, aesthetic, you know, you're looking a certain way, you're doing all this hard work to step on stage for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we talked about when you were on my show, um, a little bit with the, you know, it, 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 I wouldn't say it was an interesting relationship that I had with food at the time. I was so regiment. I had to eat every, I had to eat chicken, broccoli and rice. Yeah, egg whites and tilapia every single day. And I pretty much, you guys did that for three years straight. And there was a point leading up to my last show. I ended up in the hospital two times, one, because I couldn't poop. And two, because I had got rhabdomyolysis, which is where, you know, you have so much lactic acid in your body that your kidneys cannot filtrate it out properly. And I had to get seven liters of fluid just to help flush all this lactic acid out of my body. Mm. And uh, then the other one was the pooping thing, which, you know, it was the most expensive poop of my life that I like to joke about because um, at this time I didn't have health insurance. But, you know, it's a different story for a different day. <laughs> um, so, but it was all because I wasn't eating enough fat, trying to achieve this goal, which yep. wasn't sustainable because all of a sudden when you step off stage in my first show, I gained 25 pounds back in one month. And so, you know, it just, when I look back at it now, it has its purposes, but I want it to lead a sustainable, enjoyable lifestyle. Yes. And you know, I found that through uh, not obviously having that goal and then like going through that experience for sure. Um, but I found that afterwards and, you know, I feel like we all have to go on our own journey. What you're getting to is the sustainable balanced lifestyle, the squats and margaritas lifestyle that I found the same way after doing all the restriction and just, like killing my body. I also am like all in on things. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to start working out now. I'm going to be a bodybuilder and I'm going to compete. Like I, I could never just like dabble in something. It was all in. I was like anorexic. I was bulimic. I struggled. And you were saying like, you did what you thought you were supposed to do. You thought you were supposed to do it because that's what women are taught. Barely eat, mm-hmm. do your cardio. You know, the men are in the weight room and count your calories and living that way. Like, counting my macros and my calories on little note cards, Nikki, like I would literally jot it down, like not in my head. And then I would work off the same amount of calories, exercise, bulimia, everything was about being thin, um, burning calories. And to me, that was like watching the calories go down on the cardio machine while I'm and that didn't happen in the weight room. I wasn't, I needed to sweat and burn. And that's what we're taught in living that way. I weighed 20 pounds more than I do now. And I have been able to maintain my weight in this squats and margaritas lifestyle because it is sustainable. And when you can enjoy your life, you're not going to quit something because it's not mm-hmm. so restrictive. It's like, why would you not live this way when it's something that you can maintain your weight and enjoy your life? It's sustainable. And those other things, I mean, like you said, they have purpose. And like you have that under your belt, that you were undefeated, but it's not sustainable. And as soon as you said bodybuilding, I pictured 
the few people that I know that have done it and how different they look when they're in season and not because it's so restrictive. And then you kind of go the complete opposite and almost like rebel against it when you're not competing. And that can't be healthy. Totally. I mean, like I said, I guess I gained 25 pounds back in my first show because I, I literally was so ignorant to the process. I literally thought, oh, my body can stay this way, <laughs> right? <laughs> Leaning up to show and all the work. Yeah. And yeah. And then I, you know, I, I hadn't had so much of what I used to have uh, while I was in that prep season that afterwards I just was like, give me anything, give me all the things. And it just spiraled. And it took me three shows to finally afterwards be like, this is not how I'm going to go about my reverse anymore. I'm going to change it because I can't feel the pain of what I felt these past two shows. Would you say like now in what you call like your maintenance phase, like uh, if that's maintenance, Jesus, like (laughs) you're maintaining this perfect physique, but you're enjoying your life. So it's like, that's what I'm saying with squats and margaritas. It doesn't have to be that hard and you don't have to do cardio for three hours. Like get off the treadmill, get off the elliptical. Mm -hmm. Like it's not as hard as you're making it. And sometimes when you're living in that restriction and deprivation mindset, your body produces cortisol, which is a stress hormone that makes you hold on to fat. Your body is in a constant state of stress. And when you stop all the counting and the obsessing and just calm the F down, which is very scary to do if that's how you've lived and like, Oh my God, I'm not going to count calories. But if you live that way and you're not so stressed out, I find that your body will kind of just stay at a set point because it trusts that you're going to fuel it. And once you can regain the trust that you lost, like for me, my body was like, I don't know if you're going to throw this up. I don't know if you're going to work out again. But when I finally regain that trust with my body, that's like, oh, she's working out. We can burn. She's going to refuel afterwards. You can maintain it, not like killing yourself. Totally. I mean, I love to say nowadays, my body looks so much healthier and better than it does than it did when I competed. Yeah. hundred percent. Yes. And and competing and having that shift, like I was the cardio bunny. Again, you just think calories in versus calories out. I'm going to barely eat. I'm going to do my cardio. Now I say now, like when you go into a gym, look around and that woman, the Nikki, the woman in there that has that body that you envy, she's not on the cardio machine. (laughs) She's in the weight room. Like, that so why are you on the cardio machine if you want that like she's lifting yeah. and she's lifting heavy i want to talk about lifting and strength training why it's important and mm-hmm. i know you talk about dr gabrielle lyons muscle is the organ of longevity why should we be lifting especially women like for me i'm early 40s i know you work with women around 45 and up why yeah. is building muscle so important more squats and margaritas in a moment now this Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now back to squats and margaritas. I love this question, man. I get this asked all the time. I think it's so freaking important for women to listen up to, you know, take every word that I say and, uh, you know, just take your perspective on it, right? Like, this is obviously why I think it's so important, but I think that every woman should really gather this perspective and hopefully run with it. Uh, but like you said, I do say muscle is an organ of longevity because that's what Dr. Gabriel Lyons says, but you got to think because, like muscles active tissue on our body, right? And there's a saying, either use it or you lose it. And so if you want to get down into like numbers, there's a stat from the National Institute of Health, how muscle mass decreases upwards of like three to 8% every decade after the age of 30 years old. And so Mm. like, you know, I personally speak to a lot of women that are like 45 plus, Mm -hmm. uh, 45, 50, 55, they're going through menopause, post-menopause and you know, a lot of these people lose it when I say that you either use it or you lose it because they don't eat right. And they don't incorporate strength training into their, into their routine is typically eat less and do a bunch of cardio, as you were just saying. Mm -hmm. So what I like to do here and why I like to paint, why muscle is so beneficial is, um, paint two pictures here mentally. So you guys can stay with me because I have background in nursing. I graduated my BSN degree and I spent nine years in the healthcare field. I was in four years of long-term care, working with patients that were put into assisted or skilled living, not independent living. So they needed assistance. They Mm -hmm. really cognitively weren't there or they had fractured hips and they fallen down and they need the support going to the bathroom, getting clothes and all the things. And I spent four years working in the emergency room Mm -hmm. and did you see a lot of things in there? Um, So I want you guys to think like, uh, of your body when you're when you're 70 years old, okay? And what you do right now, whether you be at age 30, 25, you know, I say this to my sister, 19, 35, 40, 45, like that matters for what you're doing now for the body at 70. So let's say that you don't strength train. Let's say that you don't eat, uh, you know, the right amount of food, protein being that, which a lot of women struggle with. Um this, and this is where like my nursing background comes into play. If you don't do those things, then your body and bones and everything just becomes weaker. I'm going to talk about it in like a terminology that everybody can understand rather than going down to like all the science of things. You have a higher probability of fracturing your bones, your hip. Um, there's actually a study from the CDC. So it states that 95% of hip fractures are from falling women they fall more than men because women are more, more ha- often have uh, osteoporosis in their later years where yeah. like estrogen drops and their bones are more fragile. Um, and so think about like, if you don't nail those things down, then you have a higher probability of this happening to you later in life. If you don't start strength training, if you don't incorporate this in a regular basis, it doesn't have to be that you're in the gym for three hours a day, five days, six days a week. It can literally be three days to four days where you go in and you have a regime that you follow. Um, but if you don't do that, you fall into that bracket, right? Well, then there's the opposite of painting these two pictures. You, you actually do strength train. You actually do eat, right? And basically what I just explained, the opposite happens. And so if you do fall, you're more likely to have bones 
uh, and like that are strong enough to withstand that fall, right? So people that have osteoporosis, you, if you strength train, or even if you're on the verge of maybe starting to have osteoporosis, you will more likely be able to sustain the falls and rather than breaking a hip, if you're strength training, um, and then why a nutrient dense diet is so freaking important is because these two things, it's not just strength training is going to make your bones better. It's the strength training is going to make the, the bones better from the muscle, but the muscle needs the food to feel the process, um, to, to build and to be strong. So to wrap up that whole answer, um, with those two things, like, just think about it. I, I like to say this to the women that I work with. It's like, think which one you want to land in, but like, most importantly, obviously think about the other one, because that person at 70 years old, if like you're taking care of yourself in your early years, is going to be able to keep up with your grandkids, yeah. going to be able to keep up with your family, going to be able to go on making, not just be like, cause I say this because I took care of my grandmother while she was sick. She ended up, you know, and I know she didn't work out a day in her freaking life, <laughs> but she just sat in her chair and had to watch like, you know, my little cousins run around, you know, she couldn't make it to my nursing graduation. So, you know, it's yes. like, think about that. Think about those perspectives. How do you want your later years to look like, do you want them to be fulfilled and with your family? Or are you just going to be the one that's sitting back on the edge because you didn't take care of your body in your early years? So, yeah. Just yes. to wrap it all up. That was a really long answer, but no, wrap it, it all up. A picture. You can set yourself <laughs> yeah. up now for when you, when you're 70, but even if, okay. So that's the term. even if you're maybe like a short-term person and you're like, I don't know about lifting. Can you just talk about the other benefits? Like your metabolism, like what putting muscle on your body will do for you like right now? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, everybody wants to lose body fat, right? But they're afraid to touch a, touch a weight. It's like, yes. they want to go run the cardio. They want to go uh, feel, burn the calories through the cardio. That was me. But like, yeah, but like same, same. I, I signed up for two half marathons on the extent of you. I don't want to take away from that, but I ran, signed up for two half marathons uh, and thought that like running was the answer to get me that body. That's where I learned in those years. And when I signed up with a coach, I think a coach is just so beneficial because your, 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 uh, professionalism, your knowledge is elsewhere, right? People have careers and jobs that they do. Yep. You don't really know these answers. Um, uh, but yeah, to, to the point, mu- building muscle can speed up your metabolism. It's active tissue. It needs, ca- it needs uh, fuel in order to be obviously built. And when it's built, it's able to burn more calories for you. So I like to say when you're, you know, sitting on the couch at night or even laying in bed, you're, 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 it's the, it's always revving. It's always going, it's always yes. burning calories. So the second, you know, I don't want the woman to think like, okay, I'm going to go in a weight room and like, I'm going to burn my, I'm going to increase my metabolism week right. one or week two. You got to do this for a couple of months, but it's definitely a catalyst to you having more fat loss and getting more toned because you're building the muscle in the process and with that. Yes. You're going to burn more calories. It changed everything for me, putting muscle on my body and not just having that focus on cardio. I've been able to like maintain a 20 pound weight loss. There is an eating component, but the last thing I want to do touch on with cardio, you say cardio, like too much cardio works against you. Like how so? Yeah. Um, well, if you're going, I like to, uh, the big audience I speak to is that women wanting to have more muscle to their body, right? More okay. tone to their body. And a lot of women don't um, feel their body properly. So like if you're going and doing all of this cardio, you may just end up looking like a skinnier, fatter version of yourself because you're not implementing a, the strength training and then B the nutrition component that goes back behind it. So, you know, a lot of women under eat and then they go and burn these calories doing this extensive amount of cardio, which doesn't put any resistance to the body. So you're just like, you're in, you're in 
deficit after deficit after deficit here at this point and it's not serving your purpose and what you want for your for your uh, for your overall body i don't want to take away from cardio cardio is important though for cardiovascular health but when it comes to aesthetics yes you got to weight train you can't be killing yourself on the cardio machine it's not going to make you build muscle <laughs> and i'm just going to assume sense. women are killing themselves on the cardio machine to uh, like get a weight loss, like in pursuit of a yes. weight loss. Like if you are just, I love just walking now. I just walk and I don't mm -hmm. run for PRs. Like I did a few years ago, like for no reason, like I just walk and it's kind of like mental. You almost have to like unlearn everything that you've learned is the first thing. Like stop thinking that you just have to burn on a cardio machine and you have to cut calories. Cause like I said, putting muscle on my body and eating more often changed everything for me. And women are taught to cut their calories. I did not lose a pound and I was sitting 20 pounds heavier than I am now when I was barely eating, when I wasn't snacking, because it was all about less calories at the end of the day. And if I was hungry and it was between a meal time, I would just save my calories for a meal because it was less calories at the end of the day. And my body is signaling I'm hungry, but I'm thinking I should, it's less calories. Like I wouldn't eat. And I was ignoring my hunger cues. And like I said, 20 pounds heavier. Now I eat when I'm hungry and it's not about meal times. Like I'd be like, I can't, I'm hungry, but I just ate breakfast. Like I can't eat again. Now I have another breakfast and stop thinking about like times and like calories for the end of the day. If you just honor those hunger cues, eat when you're hungry and stop when you're satisfied, not like full. I feel mm -hmm. like you can maintain where your body is supposed to be at without being restrictive because you're just listening to the cues. I, I, I phased out like the, I would hear hunger cues, but I'd be like, Oh no, no, no. I mean, I was starving. Your body needs fuel and it's signaling that it needs fuel. And it doesn't matter if it's a meal time or if you're at your calories for the day, that didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's where you need to start out. But like, let's talk about like fueling your body. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this guys, we're moms. We're not out on the town every night anymore. We're chasing our toddlers through our kitchen. But there are those times where you want just that little extra something. Maybe it's a girl's night, a wedding, a date night, a work event. If you're looking for that little extra confidence boost, you need Rejuvalift. Rejuvalift delivers dramatic results to minimize the look of lines, wrinkles, crow's feet, those 11 lines that I have between my eyebrows. I use it on the bags under my eyes. Guys, it works in four minutes and delivers results up to seven hours. I've tried it. I'm obsessed. And now Squats and Margaritas listeners can get 20% off at rejuvaliftbeauty.com using code margaritas. That's R-E-J-U-V-A liftbeauty.com and use promo code margaritas. You need this in your life. Shipping is free. You get 20% off go to rejuvaliftbeauty.com. Now back to squats and margaritas. Yeah, well, what well, you said to that point there with your metabolism, you finally sensed your hunger cues. That's it. And I want a lot of women to understand this. When you finally do regain back those hunger cues, that means that your metabolism is back. It's revving. It's ready to rock and roll. It's going, it's going to work for you. It's not going to work against you. Mm -hmm. Um, because when you're, you know, obviously not feeding enough, enough, everything slows down internally. And I don't think a lot of women understand that it's like, you know, the results slow down. You're kind of just batting your head up against the wall because you're not yeah. seeing the results that you want. Um, because you're not feeding and feeling your body appropriately. So when you actually start doing that, as you mentioned, 
you're going to see the hunger cues, but then the results are going to come feeling your body pro. I always say that uh, nutrition is king exercise is, is queen. I wrote that down. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. And so I, I, I love it. that. Yeah. I love that statement because you can't outwork a bad diet. And that's, that's been said a lot. Everyone understands that a lot of women just think that working out is going to help them get to the body that they want, but then they go and eat. You know, I, I said this before and it got really, got really outlashed on, on Instagram, but I stand behind it. If people eat five, this five, eat right Monday through Friday, five days a week, but they fall off on the weekend. Uh, that's two days. So five out of the seven days of the week, if you're grading yourself, it's a 71%. Now, things have changed in the grading world since I've been in school but with, <laughs> with nursing. We had a passing at 76%. So that's technically failing. If you want to break it down like that, which a lot of people, uh, you know, they have to have the awareness to get to that point. So really they, some people don't even know that they, they can go that way. And then they can think that they're eating right. And then obviously, you know, when you bring the attention, which we do inside of warrior Bay, we're able to have women track for seven days just to give the awareness of like, yes. dude, you are not eating right. You're not feeling right. Yes. And so we need to fix that. We need to have a solution to that. Nutrition is king. You can't, you can't outwork a bad diet. You have to feel your body appropriately. You have to eat more protein. This is the thing with protein too, as well, when it comes to feeling your body and the metabolism, protein has a thermogenic uh, response when you eat it. Right. So it, bur- it actually burns calories when you eat it. Um, oh. which a lot of women don't know that. So yeah, it's a, it's macro- I didn't know that. protein is king. I know it keeps <laughs> you satiated longer than carbs. Totally. Like I knew that about protein, but I know you were like burning while you're eating a protein. I have to say yes. one thing about eating bad and it's not bad. My husband always is like, you say bad, bad to you is not bad. I truly Nikki eat whatever I want. And yeah, I awesome. have to do that because if something is off limits or a bad food, it's on a pedestal, it's off limits. And then my, anyone with a eating disorder pass, it's like, if you eat the bad food, it's like you blew it. And then you eat all the bad food because you broke it or you were off. Like if I say nothing is bad, nothing is off limits and I'm not eating clean and I can have it for me, it makes it less tempting and enticing. And if I were to have something like I like something sweet with my coffee, if I have a, a normal size cookie, but an actual cookie, I know we talked about this on your podcast, not the high protein, low sugar bullshit that I used to buy an actual cookie. And I know I can have it. I sometimes don't even finish it because it's like, I don't, I'm not a huge sweet person. I need something in the morning, but it's like, I got half a cookie. I don't even need the rest. Whereas before I would get the high protein, low sugar cookies. I would eat all of them because it didn't satisfy me. It wasn't even something that I wanted, Mm. but if I can have a little bit and I get, I hear that I'm moderating of something that I want, it makes it less enticing. It doesn't make me feel like I'm being um, deprived. So I just, everything is allowed. And when it is that way for me, and hopefully I can help someone else that had a disordered eating past, it takes it off the pedestal. It's not as enticing. You can have it. And then there's no reason to binge because it's allowed. It's like you binge on the foods that are not allowed. And it's just like a mental thing that for me, it works. And I eat what I want. I don't eat a ton, like the fish tacos. I don't eat all four fish tacos, but I get them how they come with cheese and guacamole and sour cream. And I eat one or two and then I'm satisfied before I would get them without cheese, without sour cream, eat all four, leave feeling deprived because I ate uh, fish in a tortilla And now I get what I want. I don't eat a ton of it, but there's no reason to binge because I can order whatever I want. And I'm just mindful of my hunger cues. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's well, awesome. That's a huge, what? But I, I don't know if that's the right thing. Cause it's like, you can't outwork a bad diet, but I'm like, I, my diet is not, I don't want to like show what I'm eating sometimes. Cause people are like, that's like, I don't want people to eat. Like I eat salads every day, but with fried chicken on them, <laughs> like I, I have my indulgence and I can maintain my weight this way because it's not, if before like fried chicken, then you eat a, a piece of it. I would eat like a six piece meal, but now the way that I live, it's like, everything's allowed. You don't have to binge. Like I never overdo it because I get what I want to eat. And that has worked for me for seven years. Totally. Totally. You're, 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 you have a balance that you've established for yourself. You have this awareness that you have established for yourself, right? You've gone through an experience that you have can relate back to the pain that you experienced and you don't want to experience it again. So you're on the other side of it, which is a hard, a lot, lot, it's a huge that you have gone through that because you have this ability to talk to it and also be able to create this balance for yourself. Um, but also I want to speak to the quality, right? The quality of food, a lot of, we got to think about the majority of people in this world right now eat like poop, Mm -hmm. meaning they either eat one meal a day and it's like fast food or it's pizza or it's, you know, X, Y, or Z, right? Not nutrient dense Um, food, not nutrient dense food. Correct. A hundred percent. Uh, so, you know, when I, I like to say the quality over quantity matters. So it's, it's more so making sure they are whole foods rather than, um, but like, I always like to use a slice of pizza, which, you know, I'm not bashing pizza. You can have it. It's in balance. Nikki, like, what's what you're pizza? saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's in balance. Like, I don't want everyone. Yes. I mean, it's not like you can have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you're having a slice of pizza every day and you're expecting yes. to feel good mentally, physically. Like it's about, okay, I'm going to have you know, protein packed meals throughout my day. I'm going to have a salad with still fried chicken. It's okay. I have fried sushi when I go and travel. It's freaking bomb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so- you probably don't need like two rolls of it because it's like, it's almost like your brain is satisfied. You're getting what you want. So you don't totally. overdo it. Totally. And I love that you have, that you mentioned that, that you, you know, you, it, there's a whole cooking in front of you and I'm like, I only need half of it. You don't yeah. have the you know, temptation to devour the whole thing because you feel like you're never going to get it again. Yes. Huge. Yeah. That's huge. Um, and I feel the same way because I was (laughs) sweets, man. I was sweets galore before I started my journey. I mean, to the bedstand, I had Smarties in the drawer because that was what my mom did. And then I would go to Wawa, which is a gas station on the East coast. Yeah. And I would get like smoothies and the candy aisle, man, that was my jam. Yeah. Um, so like I, it, and now it's like to this day, I don't like same boat. I don't, I love that stuff, but like, I it's, know how that shit makes me feel. Yes. Like, no, I don't it want like it. takes its power away. It's just like, it's new food should be neutral. It shouldn't yes, be 100%. off limits, good, bad. Like if everything totally. is just neutral, you'll eat to fuel your body. It's not totally. like, Oh, on the weekends, I'm going to have that like wine or I'm going to have, don't make it like this big thing that like you can have sometimes and can't. Food is neutral. Eat when you're hungry. Stop when you're satisfied. Eat what you want. I and I do eat nutrient dense foods. I also think like you can think of what you can add to something. Like add some fried chicken. Um, add something healthy to like if you I don't know you really want tacos. Get a get a vegetable with it or something. Like you don't have to keep cutting. Like add something else that's nutrient dense to it. Think add instead of what you're taking away and get away from that scarcity mindset that I lived in for 20 years. And when you change the mindset. I can have things in the house and not feel like I have to finish it all or because tomorrow's not going to be a sweets day or a drinking day. Just, yeah, I just got rid of all the rules and 
I, my life is easier and I've maintained my weight this way when all I wanted to do was find those, this weight that I could maintain. And when I was trying so hard, I never got it because I was just stress and calculations and this is off limits and this is not, it's a drinking day or a non-drinking day. And it's like, just listen to your body. Like some days, maybe it's a drinking day, but you don't feel like drinking. Like don't go by the rules that you have set for yourself. Listen to your body. And it takes a while. If you've abused yours, like I had for so long to like, like you said, regain those cues. But once you have them back, eat when you're hungry. It doesn't matter if it's not time to eat yet or, and stop when you're satisfied. Like don't just sit in front of Netflix. And because there's still food, like just take that second to like be in tune and be like, am I just eating? Cause there's food on the plate, just being in tune with your body. It's, it's everything. And it's, it makes your life easier. <laughs> yeah. 110%. This is what I would call like intuitive eating, yeah. right? You've learned these things because I can definitely say that, you know, my eight years of experience now since 2015 and now in the past year, two years, I've really been on the intuitive eating side of things. I know my body inside and out. Yes. I know when I'm hungry. I know my blood sugar's dropping. I know when it needs some food. I know when I've had enough. I know when I'm satisfied. Um, I know when I haven't had enough water, like all of the things. Yeah. So everything you're speaking to, you know, uh, it, it totally takes time to get there. There's a lot of women that out of the gate, like I said, are not eating right and need to just understand what to eat and how to eat it to feel their body properly. Um, and then there's some women that do want to get into the world of understanding exactly how to feel their body, but we all, without the limitations of, of feeling like when you track macros or track calories, you can't have this food or like, this is not allowed. Mm -hmm. So instilling that there's a balance and quality over quantity when it comes to that, um, and then, then there's, there's levels, right? I always like to say there's levels. And then up here is like, you get your body, you know how it works. And like, I want everybody to get up there, but it's yes. like some people just have to be nurtured in the process to get up there. Yes. You know? And that's why I share my story too. Cause I like had all this imposter syndrome. Like when you say it, everybody's like, okay, yes, because you're a professional. I am far from it, but I have been in the struggle. Like if totally. I can figure this out and what I used to do to my body, like, anyone can figure this out. Like I can come out on the other side of it and I'm not, I love having professionals come on and like, be like, yeah, that's legit. Like that makes sense because it's, you're a professional, but I, I share it to be like, I'm not a professional, but I have figured something out after a struggle. And if I exactly. can come out of it, you can come out of it. hundred ten percent. Yes. So thank you for backing me up on that. And um, we, we touched on the nutrition last thing about weights. Well, if somebody is still, that myth that like, I can't lift. I don't want to be like a big bulky guy. Talk <laughs> about how that is not going to happen. Even if you try more squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this now back to squats and margaritas. I remember standing right in front of the mirror when I signed up with my coach, I was like, I don't want to get too bulky. I don't want to look like a man. And like, you know, it, when it comes down to science, we don't have as much testosterone in our body that men do. Right. So, um, that won't happen unless you you know, take artificial substances that enhance your testosterone level, um, that then make you look more manly. Yeah. So the one you know, you're picturing I, does that like that one bodybuilder lady, wherever you're going in your brain, yeah. that's not natural. That's not going to happen to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Like that's extreme, extreme, yes. extreme. Um, I think that, that, you know, the myth is slowly definitely being debunked, but, uh, ladies like muscle is so beautiful. It is so sexy. It's such a, statue of strength, um, to your, to yourself and to, you know, the level of dedication and commitment that you're making for yourself to get into the gym, to hit the weights. Like, 
So take it from that light and know that you won't get bulky and look like a man if you touch a, a pair of dumbbells. <laughs> and I will say I had that when I started, I was like, I'm just going to stick to really low weights because I just want to tone. I don't want to bulk. Mm. I had zero muscle tone until I started lifting heavy. So if you're sticking to like lighter weights because you're thinking you're just going to tone, you're never going to tone. You will tone when you lift heavy and you will bulk yes. never. <laughs> so your body Amen. is not, men try so hard to bulk and then like can't, and they have the testosterone. So it's like, get that out of your mind. And and, and some of them take more testosterone. Yes. Like a lot of so women you are don't not understand going to. that. Yeah, exactly. Get rid of that thought. <laughs> Last thing on a muscle and lifting, I learned from you, you don't build muscle in the gym, you build it in recovery. Mm. Yes. So yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot, of, I love this too. Thank you for bringing this up because it mm -hmm. needs to be touched on. Yeah. A lot of people think they go into the gym and they're building the muscle, but the weights, the resistance to it, but that's not the jam. And what happens when you build the muscle is post-workout, the immediate nutrition, you feel your body, the recovery process, how you eat for the next 24 to 48 hours afterwards, um, and then how you sleep and how you hydrate which are things that a lot of people miss on. Yeah. Um, when you're inside the gym, all that's happening when you're putting the resistance to the muscle is your muscle is uh, creating these little tears in them, these little micro tears. So you're breaking down the muscle in there. The only way that they're going to be, so that's what I like to say. You break down the muscle in the gym, you build it, you build it afterwards. Um, so in order for those things to repair, they need the fuel, they need the nutrition, they need the hydration, they need the sleep. So you don't actually build it in the gym. You break it down and then you build break it, it down. Yes. There's so much more to just lifting the weights. You, lifting the weights is breaking it down. And then the recovery sleep is my favorite. Why don't we just end with that? What is like messing with our sleep? Like what are, what is somebody oh. doing that you're like, you stop, like sleep is so important. It's my favorite thing in the world. But like, if somebody's not getting enough sleep, like what are hindrances and, um, is it margaritas? <laughs> <laughs> You just had to add that one in there, didn't you? Just Because I feel like the sugar and the alcohol at night is not, no, I don't drink margaritas at night, but is alcohol one of them? Totally. Alcohol yeah. disrupts the sleep. Yes. Um, but Aaron, we might need a whole podcast if you want to talk about sleep. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I just had Sal Stefano on the macro hour, which is my podcast. And he ended with that. And I was like, Sal, <laughs> we need a whole bus. Girl, we got a good five to 10 minutes. We can talk about sleep if you want to. Okay. Well, okay. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> So a lot of things get disrupted, right? There's a lot of chemicals in the body that get disrupted. Um, Sal mentioned on mine, he was like, I police yourself to try and go to bed and wake up at the same time every single night. Um, and I think a lot, I know that's a discipline, man. I can't do that. I try when you can hard. sleep in, like I have kids during the week to go to school <laughs> and on the weekends, like, Oh, to so get he, up at six. So, Yes. I love the way you said this. That's why I want to bring it to you and your listeners. He was like, uh, you throw your body in jet lag every weekend. Yeah. And we all know what jet lag feels yeah. like. So. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Ooh. So, and muscle of going back to muscle, uh, it, the reason why I think I sleep so well, I, I am the best sleeper. I like to, and even my boyfriend will say that, um, you, the, the whole recovery process really starts to take place. We have different realms or different categories of sleep that we drop into every single night. Mm -hmm. And the deep sleep is where the, uh, and it takes time to get to the deep sleep. Um, that's where the muscle and the recovery processes happen for your body and your mind. Um, throughout everything that you experienced in that day. And that is usually always interrupted 
if you don't have uh, enough that you, enough of the efficiency of sleep that you're getting every single night. And also if you're having a couple margaritas with alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then that can hinder results to the body. So that's one thing. Um, another thing which I'll bring up is cortisol gets elevated. You know, if you're not sleeping well, you're, it's like a sending your body a loud ass stress signal to your body. Like it's not, you're not getting, there's not enough recovery for your body to undertake that you just went in during the day. If you're not giving it the optimal time for it to, to recover while you sleep. And yeah, it's like sending your body a loud ass stress signal. So when that happens, as you mentioned earlier, um, cortisol gets released. Your body is stressed. Your body can't, it hasn't fully recovered. And so if you're elevating your cortisol levels, it is the number one fat storing hormone on your body. So there could be a hindrance to the results that you want when you, with your overall physique. I think those are two of the main things without spending so much time talking about it, but those are two of the main things for sure. And then like, you know, you don't have enough energy for the next time you go and work out the next day, like your energy shot. Um, your mood is hindered. I mean, how many of you guys go into work the next day and you're coming off of a month off a weekend and like you're kind of feeling all like groggy in the morning on a Monday, you know, then you eat like shit because you're tired and you reach for something like processed foods because it's quicker and you're, it's just like a, exactly. Got it. Exactly. Yep. All these, all these hormones get thrown off. If you have poor sleep, you know, it's not as complicated as it sounds really just eat right, get enough sleep, make good decisions with your food, feel your body the right way and move your body. Yes. And if someone is inspired to like get started on a journey to getting stronger, where do they start? Like, what would you say would be the first thing? What we do at Warrior Baby, we get on an morning call. And we're like, hey, what's going on? Where are you at? <laughs> Let me meet you where you're at. Right. Yeah. Because uh, we're not going to like spew. Okay. Here are your macro numbers. Here's right. five days inside the gym. The first step um, is to get in touch with you at Warrior Babe. <laughs> Right. Correct. <laughs> let, let me help you. Got let it. us help you. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you never lifted a weight, it, it, I probably wouldn't put that person to the gym right away. I would okay. see why they're not hitting the weight room. What kind of barriers mentally are they experiencing with that? Let's, let's talk through that. And then let's start focusing on how you are eating. I mean, like I said, nutrition is king exercise is queen. So, uh, we love to have our women track for just to bring awareness, you know, mm-hmm. to what they are, or are not feeling their body. And, and it helps us as coaches, as professionals understand where their metabolism is at. Is it shot? Do we need to go through a retrain? Are they actually eating pretty solid? And we can kind of just tweak a little things. Um, so it's really bringing awareness to the food aspect. And then if you never lifted a weight, it's like, okay, maybe we just need to start with walking outside for, okay. to get some movement. Um, but like there's a, my brain goes like there's so many vast different of individuals, right? There's the people right. that are overweight that need to step outside and just move their body. There's the women that have like, you know, maybe never dabbled with strength training, but they've mm-hmm. been in boot camps classes and they've done like F45 or aren't yeah. done to like the classes. And it's like, okay, let's take that mentality and maybe let's move it into you getting a pair of dumbbells and we just set up in your home for a little bit. So yeah. we can get you to feel a little bit comfortable just working and moving by yourself. Um, so it's, it kind of goes everywhere. It's very unique approach for an individual. Yeah. Yeah, It's customized. So where do people find more about warrior babe? Yeah. Go to warriorbabe.com, baby. Let's go. And where do they get more from you? Uh, follow me at Nikki Stott on Instagram at Nikki Stott. And I spell it weird. It's N I K K I E Y. And it's Stott S T O T T. Maybe you come back and we do a whole episode on sleep. 
<laughs> there you go, Aaron. Sounds good. I thank feel you like so you have more to say. <laughs> um, but no, thank you for having me here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas. 